This is Small Business as Usual, a program about the art of operating small enterprises and the issues faced by the owners. It's a presentation of the Community Economic Development Fund in Meriden, Connecticut. I'm Frederick Welk, a business advisor for CEDF clients. The Community Economic Development Fund is a nonprofit lender, providing financing to qualified small businesses in Connecticut that can't obtain traditional bank financing. More about CEDF at the end of the program. This episode is about how you make your customers feel. Talk is cheap, and in the business world, the philosophical low end of the market is typified by the words customer service. Everybody claims they offer it by the bucket load, but the concept has become more of a punchline than a precept in most organizations. Whether you're thinking of airlines, cable companies, your cell phone carrier, or health insurance company, you don't have to look far for evidence that customer service is often an oxymoron. So when I run across a business that breaks away from the herd, it really gets my attention. I only wish this example was among one of my clients. Instead, I have Nelson Merchant, an advisor for the Connecticut Small Business Development Center, to thank for the introduction to this remarkable woman. My name is Devin Scanlon. I'm the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Brookfield, located on Federal Road. We were the first Chick-fil-A established in 2014 in the state of Connecticut. Chick-fil-A is a southern brand that has made its way up here. And this is actually my hometown. I was born and raised here. I moved down south for education and school and started my career in the hospitality industry. I quickly found out within 10 years in the hospitality field that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to own my own business. And luckily, Chick-fil-A chose me to bring the brand to Connecticut. And it's been an amazing ride so far. I am married with a two and four year old. So not only am I a business owner, I am also a mom, which I'm very proud of. If all you know about Chick-fil-A is media stories about the collision of religious beliefs and secular lifestyles, then unfortunately you've missed the most instructive experience in the quick-service food industry and the best lesson for how fidelity to the simplest of ideas can make sales and profits soar. I'll let Devin tell the rest of the story. Chick-fil-A is about remarkably great food, craveable food, a refreshing, clean environment, surprisingly fast with attentive and courteous service. So really what it's about is you got to get the food right first. It's got to be a clean environment. People can't wait for their food and people need to see a smile and feel a smile. And so really what we've tried to do at Chick-fil-A Brookfield specifically is carry out how we make people feel. So we believe Maya Angelou's quote really best depicts what world-class hospitality is and that's people forget what you say people forget what you do but people will never forget how you make them feel and really it starts with our body language core four which we say is make eye contact share a smile speak enthusiastically and stay connected through asking questions so it starts from where when we hire someone to when we train someone to the culture of our organization. It's permeated throughout our entire culture is hospitality. And it's a focus we have every single day and every single transaction. And so that's really what makes us stand out is it's not necessarily about chicken, it's about how we serve the chicken. And it tastes that much better because we're doing it authentically and we're doing it with a smile. The number one thing I hear is when someone bites into a Chick-fil-A sandwich is, oh my goodness, this is real chicken. So I kind of feel that that's kind of sad that our industry, when you eat something, it doesn't actually taste like the real product. So that has been really the eye opener for me. And then 
What happens in my restaurant, because we are a shopping um, district, is a lot of the New Yorkers are coming over. We're seven miles from the New York border, and they're saying things like, is this place real? Is this like Disney World when we come in here? And I say, what do you mean? And they say, everybody is just so nice. And I say to them, well, shouldn't everybody always be nice? This is the service industry. The guests are always commenting that the people, the students, the college students, the adults that work here, they're just different. And that comes down to if you're not nice, you can't work at Chick-fil-A Brookfield. And I thought when I began that you could teach people how to smile, you could teach people how to be nice but you can't. And so it's become part of our core value system that is a non-negotiable for us. And people expect it now. When they come into Chick-fil-A and they see one of my team members not smiling, they get concerned. And our standards are so high with service and the expectation that guest has. When you think about our brand and Chick-fil-A, you think about service. So that's something we have to teach right from the get-go. In the Chick-fil-A corporate mission purpose statement, it is to have a positive impact on everyone who comes in contact with Chick-fil-A and to glorify God. And so I believe in having a positive impact. So we did our core values based on three things, and it is trust, open, honest communication, and commitment. So really how that is established is that has to start from when you're hired. And that's what our performance reviews are based on. That's what every daily team huddle, we have team huddles to communicate our vision statement and our culture. And we believe if our team can't say our vision statement and our culture, then they, they don't know it. So we actually have them verbalize it every single day to us because that's how they learn it and live it. So trust means I trust you, you trust me. Trust you don't want into and automatically have so it has to be built and established so I've got to my team's got to trust me that I'm gonna pay them on time that I'm gonna give them the schedule they want and I've got to trust them that they're gonna do the right thing with the customer they're going to be safe they're gonna come to work on time then open eyes communication is I say we don't talk behind each other's backs here which is something a lot I'm teaching to adults and to high schoolers that we're gonna only talk positively about for someone and if we have something negative, we're going to say it to that person's face and we're going to work through those issues and problems like adults with respect. That's really changed the dynamic of the workplace, I would say, here versus at other places. And then the last one's commitment. And commitment doesn't mean you work every hour of every day, but commitment means you're ready to go when you are here to be remarkable and to carry out our vision statement, which is to be remarkable through excelling in execution and de delivering world-class hospitality. And so those three things, as soon as they sit down for their first interview, we explain that culture to them. Their second interview, we explain that culture to them. In orientation, we show them that culture. They feel that culture. In their first training, that culture is shown again. So it is, it is every single day. And I would really say as the owner or leader of the organization, that is my job is to be the culture ambassador of my business. And really what happens is from culture bleeds the service. So you can't talk about service without establishing the culture of your organization and that we're going to be a culture of yes to our guests to each other. So really when we're hired, 
I can't have somebody back in the kitchen who doesn't smile or make eye contact or say hello because what happens is that impacts the front. So we have to hire everybody who has that culture and that energy in order to impact a guest and impact each other. So my core values have always been to have a positive impact on whatever I'm involved in. So that was established at a young age. And really in corporate America, I always struggled because all I wanted to do every day was have a positive impact. And in corporate America, before I became involved with Chick-fil-A, it was about making money, it was about having an impact, but I didn't always see or feel what my direct impact was. And so really business ownership was in my future. And I aligned myself with Chick-fil-A because it's a top brand, it believes in serving people, but it believes in serving its community, which was really what I was about, is having a passion for something bigger than just the product, just a brand, but for a bigger reason. And so when I was able to really find out about Chick-fil-A and that Chick-fil-A doesn't care how much you have to invest they care about who you are as a person. So that's why my business only cost me $5,000 to own. And why the selection process is, they say it's harder to get in a Chick-fil-A than it is to get into Harvard. It's about choosing people who will go out and spread the message and have a positive impact in the community that Chick-fil-A is about serving people and it's about people first. And I've always been a people first person. And so really, it really was an easy, seamless transition into being a franchise owner with Chick-fil-A because I was working seven days a week anyway in corporate America, and I was working hard anyway. So why wouldn't I work hard for myself and then be able to impact my team, impact a community at a higher level? Chick-fil-A as a brand, they give the owners and franchisees amazing training. So what happened was I actually had to go to restaurant school for four weeks in which I was immersed in everything Chick-fil-A before I even got to my location. So I was living cross country. I went to Atlanta to the corporate headquarters for four weeks. They have a simulator. We worked in the simulator every day and we worked in restaurants. And then we're also given a coach, which is another franchisee. And the coach actually comes to visit us and is there on an emotional level for us, which which is really the first years about getting through the hardest part of your life and learning all the ins and outs of the business. So they provide great training and then what happens is when you open, they come alongside with you to open your business with you. And so I've never seen another franchise do that. We had over 30 trainers in our restaurant to help train my team. We had a team here to help me set up my kitchen, to help me with my marketing, my PR. And so Chick-fil-A really partners with the franchisees to say we're going into business together here. Now for my team, that's a whole different training program that the franchisees, we have a way to tap into Chick-fil-A resources, but really it's up to each and every one of us to develop our own. And so where we have been really successful at Chick-fil-A Brookfield is we've developed a very extensive hospitality training, which is about the promises we make as a brand before our guest even comes into our building. So when you say I'm going to eat at a certain place or you're going to shop or or buy something at a certain place, you already have a set of expectations. And those expectations actually aren't even made 
by the people that work there. They're made by the brand. So the brand can make all these promises. Now it's my team's job to deliver on the brand promise. So when you think of Chick-fil-A, you think of clean, you think of smiley, you think of great food. And so before you even walk in here, my team's job has got to be to deliver on the promises the brand makes. So we do a whole brand promise training, and then I actually give my team money to go out and spend money and drive throughs and fast food. And they have to go spend $10, and they have to go into the bathrooms. They have to place an order. They have to go through a drive through and they have to actually take notes and they have to time how long it takes. Did somebody make eye contact? And that's really been a game changer for me is for my team to get out and experience it together. And then they come back and they tell the funniest stories and the training really comes to life for them because I do have a somewhat younger team. This is their first job they'll ever have. And so how do I get them to understand what services when they don't even put their dishes in the dishwasher for their parents, right? Or clean up their room. So how do I make them understand what service is? And so really what I've had to do is bring service to life for them so they understand what our expectations are. And so that training alone has changed our guest experience and our customer scores. So we teach the language of hospitality. So we teach them that we don't say hi, hey, what's up? We say hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome to Chick-fil-A. We teach them the key phrase when someone says thank you, we say my pleasure. We're changing the conversation and we just coach on it. So we teach it, we coach it. We also teach body language at Chick-fil-A Brookfield. How we look when we say something is more important than the words we actually use. So we have modules in all of these certain areas that our team has before they even go on the floor. So I believe as an owner that service is not, um, you say to a guest, I'm sorry, I'm new. That's unacceptable. If you're spending your hard-earned money, you don't care if somebody's new. You just want what you want and you want to smile. We have developed training that our team is learning before they even get on the floor. They're doing role plays and they're doing modules and they're doing mock situations and it's two hours it's not a long time but it's an investment we made for our business to say it's not okay for us to be training somebody new on the floor they need to know the menu before they hit their first shift they need to know certain things and so we are doing a lot of training up front and that is a cost to any business but i can tell you that the customers are happy because of it and they're coming back because of it listening is hard and listening correctly is hard. And so I found even for myself to stand on a register for five hours at a time and take orders back to back to back, you stop listening. And how do we get people to understand the importance of listening? Because I can say that that's probably where the guests get the most frustrated is when they have to repeat themselves over and over and over again. And so, especially in a drive-thru, we have a double lane drive-thru. We are serving over a hundred cars an hour. And how do you make sure that order is right? The people taking the orders, we have begun to place them outside of our building. They are not on headsets in our building. On our busiest days, they are face to face with the guest because listening is so difficult to get right. 
and then we repeat the orders back. And then at the window, we're verifying the orders. So we are a three-step process to accuracy. And that's exhausting because we sometimes still don't get it right. And so what we found is switching people on shift so they can go do other things instead of just listen nonstop during their shift because it is very difficult. So our front and back team, there's no difference. So our back team at any time could go work in the front. Now they love the kitchen, so it is a different personality type who wants to do the same thing the same way every time. It's what we call as execution specialists. They want to do the same thing the right way every time. And so my prep person, for example, she would not love to be out front with guests, but she looks you in the eye, she speaks to you. So they receive the same type of training. It is custom to the kitchen, but the same expectations on guests. So if my team is walking into work, they still hold the door for guests. The guest doesn't know whether they're on the clock or off the clock. They're expected to say hello. They're expected to walk around with their eyes up. And we practice the 10 foot, five foot roll here. So at 10 feet, we have positive nonverbal communication. And at five feet, we're always speaking. So even when they're going on break, they are practicing that with our guests. They're saying hello to our guests as they're walking through the dining room. I would say that there is no difference. If you walked into our kitchen, they would look up and they'd say hello to you first. And that's just who we are. And that's through hiring, culture, and training. For two years, I was like, I'm not getting the right people to walk in my door. I was using all of the online application places to post. And I said, what am I doing? This is not how you get talent. This is not how you get applicants. Oh my goodness, because I have to have a winning team in order to have a winning Chick-fil-A. I bet all on talent. Instead of continuing the same thing and expecting different results, which is the definition of insanity, I said, I'm going to have to go out and get them. I began a tour, a tour of speaking to high school students, a tour of speaking to business classes. I started publicizing that we do $2,500 scholarships for any high school kid that works here to go to college. We pay for college students' books and really started to speak the story of what we're trying to build here. We're still building it, but this summer we did get to a wait list and it is truly a talent war out there. And so people can pay however much money they want but it's really not about that. I can run my restaurant with qualified high school students and my leadership team just fine, but they've gotta be the best high school student. And so I did that by forming relationships in my community. They have to have a hunger and desire to wanna to be on a championship team and be a champion. I need a team of people who are never going to be average or never wanna be described as average or our C players. I need a team that aspiring to be A players, no matter what their life circumstances are, that they say, I want more. I want more for my life. I wanna to come to work and I wanna do more. And it's not about doing dishes or flaying chicken or squeezing lemons. It's about, I wanna be able to do more and see myself grow in this business. And people who wanna grow stay at Chick-fil-A Brookfield because that's what we're able to do for them. But really what we've seen at Brookfield is we have some of the top customer service metrics. In fact, Chick-fil-A Corporate's flying in on Monday to do a video on us for all owners because we're guest obsessed.
people to ask me all the time, how do you have, why do you have so many people here? You're overstaffed. We're not overstaffed. I have premium products and it's served with amazing service. You're gonna come back and it's clean. That takes quite a bit of effort and it takes quite a bit of effort to do it correctly. So the excelling in execution part is actually a part that we have focused on and we define it as doing the right thing the right way every time, not taking any shortcuts in the past is we set the goals, but we never told our team what the goals were and what we're trying to achieve. And now that's really changed because our team wants to win. Everybody, whether you're making fries to breading chicken to our top executive level leadership, everybody's on board with winning the game. I believe that service and goes far beyond the four walls of your business. So if I just sat in my business and offered great service, it's not really bringing the service to life. So when I can get out side my restaurant in my community and bring my service to life and have the people experience our hospitality and my team outside of our restaurant guess who comes back guess who comes in and tries us the guest it's just amazing to be back in my hometown and be part of the community's fabric be the place where the kids come after the game be that place and going out in the community is the only way to become that show them our service and then they'll come in it's about putting the guests first and your team first. So really what I did when I became the owner is I concentrated on the team. And my team then deployed the message and the way I wanted to make people feel. So if I concentrated on my team first, I knew that they were able to rub off on the guest. So it's always been people first. I also believe that in life, it's all how you make people feel. And so really that feel good culture has to start with you as the business leader. How you walk into work, saying good morning, your energy, making eye contact, greeting people by name, that's where you begin. That's where I begin every day. Even if I have really tough situations to deal with, or I don't know how to deal with a situation, that's how I start every day. And it always builds upon that. And it's something so simple but it makes people's day and people just want to be around it. Many thanks to Devin Scanlon for explaining how she and her team make guests feel great at Chick-fil-A Brookfield. And thanks again to Nelson Merchant at the Connecticut Small Business Development Center for introducing me to his client. I count 10 Chick-fil-A restaurants in Connecticut currently, and I've been impressed at each one I visited. Check them out. Thanks to the Halftone Banjo Orchestra for music, our theme is by Orchestral Movement of 1932. Small Business as Usual is presented by the Community Economic Development Fund, a nonprofit organization which provides enterprises in Connecticut with term loans, lines of credit, and commercial mortgages when they can't get traditional bank financing. For the sixth year in a row, we're Connecticut's top SBA microlender. We make business term loans at very nominal interest rates, as small as a few thousand dollars, and larger business loans too, from a pool of loan capital provided by many of the state's leading banks. There are geographic and or income qualification requirements for the borrowers. You can find out more about all of this at CEDF.com. And this episode of Small Business as Usual is available there. It's number 19-1. So Devin, how long is the line at dinner time at Chick-fil-A Brookfield? They say it's harder to get in a Chick-fil-A than it is to get into Harvard. 